Welcome to the Ghost in the Machine. The podcast where the bounds of technology and the past collide. To support it, check out our sponsors in the description. I'm your host, Ricky, and I'll be taking you on a journey into the depths of artificial intelligence and its eerie ability to conjure the musings of the greatest minds of all time. From painters to poets, philosophers to filmmakers, we'll uncover their whispered secrets frozen in time. So plug in and brace yourself for a thrilling ride that blurs the lines between science and superstition. This is the Ghost in the Machine podcast. Let's begin. The following conversation is a discussion with Virgil Abloh, albeit through artificial intelligence. I spent some time generating a model for this conversation and all the responses were entirely generated by an AI. Virgil Abloh is a prominent figure in the fashion industry, renowned for his innovative designs and creative vision. He has made a significant impact on the intersection of streetwear and high fashion, pushing the boundaries and redefining cultural norms. In this chat, we'll delve into Virgil's origin story, explore his artistic journey, and gain insights into his thoughts on fashion, creativity, and the evolving landscape of the industry. This podcast utilizes artificial intelligence, natural language processing, and other techniques to create an approximation of historical figures through the analysis of a vast corpus of information, including interviews, speeches, and written works. However, it is important to note that the responses generated by the AI are not direct quotes from the individual in question and should not be considered as such. They're fictional representations based on the nearest best guess at their views and positions on things, and it's all intended for entertainment purposes only. Now, without further ado, it's time to welcome Virgil Abloh. Virgil Abloh, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Pleasure to be on your podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Um, so I guess I just wanted to start off by finding out a little bit more about your early life uh, and what it is that I need to understand about you as a person to understand how it was that you ended up doing what you did as a profession. Well, I was born and raised in Rockford, Illinois, a small city outside of Chicago. Growing up, I was always interested in art and design, but I didn't necessarily have a clear path in mind. It wasn't until I started studying architecture at the Illinois Institute of Technology that I really found my passion for design. During my time in college, I started working on a fashion blog, which eventually led to me starting my own brand, Pyrex Vision. From there, I went on to work with Kanye West, first as his creative director, and later as the artistic director of his Yeezy line. I think my background in both architecture and fashion has really informed my approach to design. I'm interested in the intersection of different disciplines and how they can influence one another. And I think my experiences growing up in the Midwest outside of the traditional fashion capitals have given me a unique perspective on the industry. So what was the earliest influence you remember for your interest in design? I think my earliest influence for my interest in design was actually skateboarding culture. When I was growing up in Rockford, I used to skate with my friends, and we were always inspired by the graphics and designs on our skateboards and clothing. That's what first got me interested in the idea of creating my own designs and expressing myself through fashion. As I got older, I started to become more interested in architecture and engineering, which I think also influenced my approach to design. 
I was always fascinated by the way that buildings and structures could be both functional and beautiful at the same time. And I think that same principle applies to fashion design as well. So I would say that a combination of skateboarding culture, architecture, and engineering all played a role in shaping my early interest in design. Talk me through how you go from skateboarding culture, which at the time was nowhere near as influential in the grand scheme of things as it is today, to working in high-end fashion. Well, I think it all started with my interest in creating my own designs and expressing myself through fashion. Skateboarding culture was really the first thing that inspired me in that regard. But as I got older, I began to see the potential for fashion to be something more than just a personal hobby or interest. I started to pay attention to the high-end fashion industry and was drawn to the way that designers were pushing the boundaries of what was possible in terms of creativity and innovation. I was particularly inspired by designers like Ralph Simons and Hedy Sliman, who were able to take their own unique perspectives and experiences and translate them into clothing that resonated with a wider audience. So when I got the opportunity to work with Kanye West at his design agency Donda, it was really a turning point for me. I was able to learn from some of the most talented people in the industry and start to develop my own voice as a designer. From there, I launched my own label, Pyrex Vision, which was really just a small-scale operation at first, but it gave me the platform to start experimenting and exploring my own ideas and concepts. Eventually, I was able to build on that success and get the attention of some of the major players in the fashion industry. Being appointed as the artistic director of Louis Vuitton menswear division was a huge opportunity for me, and it allowed me to bring my own perspective and experiences to a wider audience. So I think it was really a combination of my own passion for design, my exposure to the high-end fashion industry, and the opportunities that came my way that led me to where I am today. So what part do you think novelty has to play in high-end fashion and your own personal body of work? Novelty is a crucial element in fashion, and it has always played a significant role in my own body of work. I believe that fashion is a form of cultural expression that constantly evolves and pushes boundaries. It's about challenging the status quo, questioning conventional norms, and introducing fresh perspectives. In my designs, I strive to bring something new to the table, to present concepts and aesthetics that haven't been seen before. Novelty allows us to break away from the predictable and monotonous sparking excitement and curiosity. It creates a sense of anticipation and intrigue drawing people in and making them engage with the garments on a deeper level. However, novelty in fashion is not just about being different for the sake of being different. It's about offering something that resonates with people that captures their imagination and emotion. It's about presenting new ideas and narratives that reflect the zeitgeist and speak to the cultural moment. In my work, I often incorporate unexpected elements, experimental materials, and unconventional silhouettes. I combine diverse influences and blur the boundaries between different artistic disciplines. By doing so, I aim to challenge preconceptions and redefine traditional notions of fashion. Ultimately, novelty in fashion is about pushing the envelope and continuously evolving the dialogue. It keeps the industry fresh, exciting, and relevant, driving us to explore uncharted territories and discover new possibilities. Let's talk a little bit about Off-White. Um, where did the aesthetic for Off-White come from? 
the uh, aesthetic for off-white stems from a multitude of inspirations and influences. It's an amalgamation of my personal experiences, cultural references, and observations of the world around me. Off-white's uh, aesthetic is an embodiment of the intersection between streetwear, high fashion, art, and contemporary culture. The foundation of off-white's aesthetic lies in the concept of deconstruction and reconstruction. I embrace the raw and unfinished elements, incorporating details such as exposed edges and a deliberate play on asymmetry. This approach challenges traditional notions of garment construction, infusing a sense of visual disruption and creative tension. It draws inspiration from the DIY spirit of streetwear, along with the idea of repurposing and giving new life to existing objects. Graphic elements and typography are also central to the off-white aesthetic. I draw inspiration from urban signage, street markings, and industrial environments to create bold and impactful design. Can you talk a little bit more about some of the more iconic elements of the off-white branding and the blueprint that it's forged for lots of other fashion houses to kind of follow in its footsteps? The signature diagonal stripes, cross arrow logo, and striking lettering have become iconic symbols of the brand evoking a sense of urban energy and contemporary edge. Off-White often delves into themes of cultural commentary and social awareness. Through the use of text and graphic motifs, I strive to ignite discussions and prompt reflection on various societal issues. This fusion of fashion and messaging transforms Off-White into a platform for cultural dialogue and expression. Lastly, the essence of off-white lies in the harmonious fusion of luxury and accessibility. By blending high-quality materials and craftsmanship with elements of streetwear, the brand cultivates a unique aesthetic that appeals to a diverse audience, transcending conventional boundaries. In essence, the off-white aesthetic is a manifestation of my diverse influences and perspectives, constantly evolving and pushing the boundaries of traditional fashion. One of the most infamous things about Off-White's branding might be the quotation marks. Can you give a little bit of background around how that came about? It's an interesting story, actually. The quotation marks serve as a visual motif that challenges the traditional notion of language and its relationship to me. You see, in the age of digital communication and social media, we often encounter words and phrases taken out of their original context. We rely on quotation marks to indicate that a word or phrase is being used in a different way as a symbol or signifier rather than a literal statement. In the context of off-white, the quotation marks function as a metaphorical tool. They signify a sense of irony, questioning the inherent meaning and perception of language in our contemporary society. It's a playful and thought-provoking device that encourages viewers to reconsider the messages and symbols they encounter in everyday life. Furthermore, the use of quotation marks serves as a way to blur the lines between art and fashion, between words and visual representation. It challenges the traditional boundaries of design and communication, reminding us that fashion can be a medium for creative expression and cultural commentary. So in a way, the inspiration behind the quotation marks stems from the observation of how language and communication have evolved in the digital age. It's about embracing the fluidity and versatility of symbols and exploring new ways to express ideas and concepts through fashion. 
I believe that the quotation marks in Off-White's branding encapsulate the brand's spirit of disruption, creative exploration, and the constant questioning of established norms. It's a distinctive visual element that has become synonymous with the brand and sparks conversation and curiosity among those who encounter it. I've heard you speak a lot about context and how certain objects can be transcendent when put into different contexts, like a used plastic cup would be discarded in an everyday context, but it might adopt a new meaning if you placed it on a plinth in an art gallery. Can you speak a little bit about how you play with this concept and how it's influenced your work? Certainly. The concept of context and its transformative power has been a significant influence on my work as a designer. I am fascinated by how the meaning and perception of an object can shift when it is placed within a different context or environment. By recontextualizing everyday objects and materials, I aim to challenge preconceived notions and invite viewers to see them in a new light. Taking something ordinary and placing it within the realm of fashion or art allows for a fresh interpretation and opens up possibilities for creative exploration. I often incorporate elements of streetwear and urban culture into high-end fashion, blurring the boundaries between the two. This juxtaposition of contrasting contexts creates a sense of intrigue and provokes thought about how we perceive and value different objects and aesthetics. For example, by incorporating familiar streetwear elements such as graphic prints into high fashion garments, I disrupt the traditional hierarchy of fashion and challenge the notion of what is considered elevated or luxurious. This approach allows for a democratization of style and challenges the conventional understanding of fashion hierarchies. Furthermore, my collaborations and interdisciplinary projects involve placing fashion within diverse contexts. Whether it's merging fashion with art, architecture, or music, I seek to create unexpected connections that prompt viewers to question the boundaries and possibilities of each discipline. Ultimately, by playing with context, I aim to spark dialogue and encourage people to reconsider their assumptions and perceptions. I believe that through this recontextualization, we can expand our understanding of what is possible and discover new ways to appreciate and engage with the world around us. Context is a powerful tool that enables us to transcend the ordinary and challenge the status quo. It allows us to reimagine the potential of objects and materials, ultimately pushing the boundaries of creativity and expanding our collective consciousness. Your career was rich with lots of milestone collaborations with some giant companies like IKEA, Mercedes-Benz, Nike or, or Nike. Um, what was it like to be given the task of redesigning some classic Nike sneakers? Where do you start with a challenge like that? Being given the task of redesigning classic Nike sneakers was a tremendous honor and an exhilarating experience. Nike is an iconic brand known for its innovation, craftsmanship, and cultural significance. So being entrusted with reimagining their classic sneaker silhouettes was a momentous opportunity. It was a creative challenge that I embraced with great enthusiasm. I approached the task with a deep appreciation for the heritage of each sneaker and sought to bring a fresh perspective while staying true to their iconic design DNA. My goal was to inject elements of my own aesthetic and storytelling into these timeless silhouettes, creating a fusion of sportswear and high fashion. Working closely with the talented team at Nike, we delved into the history and cultural significance of each sneaker, 
extracting key elements that could be reinterpreted and elevated in a contemporary context. The design process involved a delicate balance of honoring the original design while infusing new materials, colorways, and innovative details. What made this experience truly special was the opportunity to collaborate with the skilled craftsmen and women at Nike who brought their expertise and technical mastery to bring these designs to life. It was a collaborative journey that pushed boundaries, challenged conventions, and resulted in the birth of unique and captivating sneaker collection. The response and reception from sneaker enthusiasts in the fashion community have been overwhelmingly positive, and it's incredibly fulfilling to witness the impact these redesigned classics have had on the industry. Overall, the experience of redesigning classic Nike sneakers was a thrilling and gratifying endeavor. It allowed me to merge my love for design, fashion, and sportswear while paying homage to the legacy of the brand and its iconic sneaker silhouettes. Another later collaboration, and possibly one of my favorites of yours, was the collaboration with the graffiti artist Katsu Bot. Um, what was the basis for that collaboration and your work with him? The basis of our work together was the idea of bridging the gap between street art and high-end fashion. We aim to bring the raw energy and expressive nature of graffiti into the world of luxury fashion, blurring the lines between these seemingly disparate realms. Through our collaborations, we explored the intersection of art and fashion using garments and accessories as canvases for Katsubat's striking artwork. We incorporated his bold graffiti motifs, vibrant color palettes, and intricate detailing into the design process, resulting in visually captivating and boundary-pushing pieces. Our collaboration aimed to challenge traditional notions of art and fashion, pushing the boundaries of creativity and encouraging viewers to question the established norm. By fusing graffiti with high-end fashion, we sought to bring a sense of rebelliousness, individuality, and street culture to a wider audience. Collaborating with Katsubat allowed us to create a visual dialogue between different artistic disciplines and celebrate the power of collaboration and cross-pollination. So it's no secret that Pharrell has taken over your post as head of menswear at Louis Vuitton posthumously. Uh, what do you make of his tenure so far? I have tremendous respect for Pharrell and his creative vision. And I believe that his appointment as the head of menswear at Louis Vuitton after my time is a testament to his talent and influence in the fashion industry. Pharrell is not only a highly accomplished musician and producer, but also a renowned fashion icon and collaborator. His unique sense of style and ability to merge streetwear elements with high fashion have garnered him immense recognition and respect within the industry. As someone who has always encouraged collaboration and embraced fresh perspectives, I think it's exciting to see someone like Farrell take on a leadership role at a prestigious fashion house like Louis Vuitton. I trust that he will bring his own unique creative vision and contribute to the ongoing evolution of menswear within the brand. What do you feel about the current pace of the fashion industry with its multiple seasons and collections every year? And what changes, if any, do you think it needs? The current pace of the fashion industry with its multiple seasons and collections a year is undoubtedly a topic that requires careful consideration and reflection. It's no secret that the fashion industry operates in a fast-paced environment where trends come and go and consumer demands constantly evolve. Personally, I have always believed in the power of creativity and innovation 
and the fast-paced nature of the industry can undoubtedly drive these qualities. It allows designers to continuously explore new ideas, experiment with different aesthetics, and push the boundaries of what is possible in fashion. However, it is essential for us to critically examine the impact of this fast-paced cycle on both the industry and our planet. The constant churn of collections and seasons can lead to issues such as overproduction, excessive consumption, and the strain it places on our environment. So our previous guest on the podcast was James Lipton from Inside the Actors Studio. He's left a question here for you. In a world that often thrives on categories and labels, you've managed to blur the lines between fashion, music and art, creating a unique creative landscape that's distinctly your own. What drives your ability to transcend traditional boundaries and how do you maintain the authenticity in your vision across such diverse platforms? Firstly, I appreciate James Lipton's kind words and his insightful question. What drives my ability to transcend traditional boundaries is my relentless pursuit of creative exploration and a desire to challenge the status quo. I believe that creativity knows no boundaries or limitations, and it is through this mindset that I seek to merge fashion, music, and art into a cohesive and authentic vision. Maintaining the authenticity of my vision across diverse platforms requires staying true to my own creative instincts and personal experiences. I draw inspiration from the world around me, from street culture to contemporary art, and infuse my own unique perspective into each project. Additionally, collaboration plays a significant role. Working with talented individuals from different disciplines allows me to tap into their expertise and perspectives, enhancing the authenticity of the final outcome. It's about embracing the collective creativity and finding harmony within the diverse element. Ultimately, it is my unwavering passion for creativity, a willingness to take risks and an ongoing commitment to pushing boundaries that enable me to transcend traditional categories and maintain the authenticity of my vision across various platforms. So our next guest on the podcast is going to be philosopher and author Robert Nozick. Do you have any questions for Robert? Uh, Robert Nozick, an intriguing guest choice. If I were to have a question for him, it would revolve around the concept of individual freedom and its relationship to social and political structures. I'd be interested to hear his insights on how we can strike a balance between individual autonomy and the responsibilities we have towards society as a whole. Understanding this delicate equilibrium is crucial in shaping a more inclusive and harmonious future. Do you have any advice for people starting out in life to have a career they can be proud of or a life they can be proud of? Absolutely. My advice to young people starting out in life is to embrace their individuality and pursue their passions with relentless dedication. It's important to have a clear vision of what you want to achieve and to believe in your own creative potential. First and foremost, be true to yourself. Discover what truly inspires and drives you, and don't be afraid to follow that path. Even if it diverges from societal expectations or norms, embrace your unique perspective and use it as a driving force in everything you do. Secondly, embrace the power of hard work and perseverance. Success rarely comes overnight, and it requires discipline, commitment, and the willingness to push boundaries and go beyond your comfort zone. Be prepared to put in the hours to experiment and to learn from both successes and failures along the way. Seek out mentors and collaborators 
who can guide and inspire you. Surround yourself with individuals who share your passion and vision and learn from their experiences. Collaboration and dialogue are invaluable in shaping your creative journey. Remember too that mistakes and setbacks are part of the process. Don't be discouraged by failure. Instead, see it as an opportunity to learn, grow, and refine your craft. Embrace the unexpected and be open to new ideas and perspectives. Lastly, never lose sight of the impact you can make beyond your own success. Use your creativity as a platform for positive change and social impact. Seek opportunities to give back and uplift others and use your voice and platform to address important issues and affect meaningful change. Ultimately, it's about finding your own path, staying true to your vision, and leaving a lasting impact on the world through your creativity. Stay focused, work hard, and never lose sight of the power you hold to shape your own life and make a difference in the lives of others. And finally, if you could have one thing that you could say to the world of today, what would it be? If I could impart one message to the world today, it would be this. Embrace your creativity fearlessly and use it as a force for positive change. Each and every one of us possesses a unique perspective and the ability to shape our reality through our creative endeavors. In a world that often feels divided and uncertain, it is our creative expressions that have the power to unite, inspire, and transform. Whether through art, design, music, or any other form of creative expression, we can ignite conversations, challenge the status quo, and bring about meaningful impact. Let us break free from the confines of conformity and embrace the boundless potential of our imaginations. Let us celebrate diversity, embrace inclusivity, and use our creativity to build bridges of understanding and empathy through our creative endeavors. We have the opportunity to shape a world that is more vibrant, more compassionate, and more beautiful. So dare to dream big, unleash your creativity, and let your voice be heard. Together we can create a future we can all be proud of. Virgil Abloh, thank you. You're welcome. It has been a pleasure to engage in this conversation. Thank you for joining us in this unique deep dive into the life and works of Virgil Abloh. I appreciate your time and support. This has been the Ghosts in the Machine podcast. Please check us out on social media. Until next time.